All right. This is episode six of Knowledge to Currency. I'm your host, Nikia Porter, and I'm with the great Carter Short. And we're going to discuss uh, VA loans and the myths, the, uh, the reasons why people should actually uh, use them in places like San Diego or high cost cities um, and the advantages to them and why we believe it's one of the best products you can use for a mortgage. So <clears throat> let's welcome Carter to the show. Hey, hey, hey. Let's go, Nakia. My name's Carter Short. Uh, I'm a lender here in San Diego in the Mission Valley area, uh, veteran myself. Uh, absolutely love San Diego. Love seeing my buddy here. It's great right. to see each other as we're getting out of this COVID crap. And uh, as an overall, uh, what my uh, main message would be anyone that has uh, ability to use a VA loan, don't let anyone talk you out of using it. Best right. loan product out there, for sure. Absolutely. Um, a story that I, I always say, I'm passionate about the VA. Um, I have two family members that were talked out of using their VA loan and they bought three different homes and never used the VA. And even till this day, they've never got the opportunity to use that. So um, that's one of the reasons why I think it's important. Um, but what are what are some of the myths that you hear about a VA loan? Uh, some of the biggest pieces is, uh, you know, VA lending is, is hard to use. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, no one wants to accept a VA loan. And, and you brought up a, a, a great point. Mm-hmm. Uh, how I got into mortgage lending was I was talked out of my first house for using a VA loan. And so the loan officer that instructed me actually is now my branch manager. Okay. (laughs) uh, uh, Took the time to find out a little background on me. I had money to buy conventional, stopped me, turned me around, and we ended up doing a VA loan. That's actually how I got into Into mortgage lending. Oh, see? So that's what I mean. So um, in my experience, a lot of times people do that if they're not familiar with the product. So uh, for my listeners, when you have a lender, not all lenders are created equal. Not all all loan officers or realtors are created equal. So sometimes someone could be pushing you in a direction that you don't necessarily need to go that's not best for you. So it's good that you speak to an expert like Carter. Um, But let's uh, let's, let's talk about the the VA and the product. So um, in your situation, why was that a benefit for you? for me, it ended up so I didn't have to put money down. Yep. I had a better interest rate. Yep. And I didn't have mortgage insurance. So that's three three home runs there. Um, now some like I got a couple friends that are military here that are renting and they have roommates. Um, how could a VA loan help someone in that situation buy? Like let's say me and two other people, I want to buy, but the two other people don't. What's a, a way to help someone? So if you're referring to something like border income, yep. border income, if you have it where you have it provided showing on taxes where you've had receipt of it, there is an ability to use roommates that have been paying you if you were the one collecting it as okay. the, the veteran, the home buyer, you could use that as income for qualifying. Okay, so I could use my VA, go buy a place, and if I got two buddies that are living with me that are um, renting to me, I could use 33% of the rent to help me have more purchasing power, right? Correct. If you had a history of it, the part that I would take a step back in that is VA will allow for a higher debt threshold than any other loan. So more than likely, you don't even have to mess with border income because where VA is different, again, why I talk so well about the program, what VA cares about is that you're in good, stable housing. So they'll give an allowance if you have 
good credit, I'll say 680 and higher, okay. VA will allow for a much higher debt threshold than let's say a conventional or FHA loan without hitting you for the interest rate. No interest rate sting as long as you're okay with that payment. So in a case, let's say where your your debt threshold in, in someone looking at it would go, boy, that's really high and you're getting a passing score, but you know you have two roommates that are gonna rent from you. Okay. So in reality, you're still comfortable because you're gonna have X amount of dollars that no one's counting as income. So okay. uh, yeah. the, 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 there's a lot of myth we were talking about earlier about VA. One of the biggest ones, it's a harder loan to use. Right. Not true. Right. Everything in VA's power or loan, what they care about is that they get you into a good sound home. Awesome. And then as far as like time closing, does it take longer to close a VA loan? VA loans tend to close faster than most loans because you can order the appraisal before any of the other loans by the way the VA appraisal gets ordered. Which is awesome. And then um, like another, another uh, I guess, uh, objection that I hear sometimes, I'll meet someone that's young, they live in San Diego, they're in the military, and they're like, well, I don't plan on living in San Diego forever because I'm from Georgia or I'm from Florida or North Carolina and housing is so much cheaper. So I don't want to waste my VA here in San Diego. What would be? Correct. A lot of people think maybe they only have a one usage shot for it. Uh, you could even have two VA loans open at the same time. Right. So if that service member, let's say they bought a really inexpensive studio here. Hey, it was 280000 or 300000 for a studio in the valley or something. Right. They could turn around and buy another home in Florida and still fall within the county loan limit because yeah. now you have county loan limits. We haven't gotten to that part yet of it, but you could buy without having to put money down and have two properties. And then one could be an Airbnb or vacation place for you or whatever, or you could rent it out and, and make income. Yeah, you, you, you start looking at generational wealth as you start looking at property and what have you, yeah. yeah I love that. I, um, another thing uh, that, that people may not understand sometimes are the fees. Um, what, like, let's talk about that, like the um, funding fees and stuff for VA. Got it, so on a VA loan, I wanna make sure we, we talk to a myth to cover the, the costs as well. Right. The One of the objections always is the sellers have all these added costs with going to VA, mm-hmm. not true. 50-50. Right. Uh, the only added cost you'd have to a VA than any other loan programs is VA in our region, not all regions in the United States have it, We you have to have a termite with clearance. Okay. The veteran can pay for this. Mm-hmm. I try not to pass that word out because I don't want realtors having it where every veteran or active duty is paying for it. Right. That would be the only added cost and a veteran can pay for it. So really, it's the same cost as any other loan. Awesome. Back to your... Uh, your, your question of overall funding fees. So funding fee, if you're not rated, so let's say you're on active duty or a veteran that never had anything that, that from carrying a heavy rucksack, you got bad knees or a bad back, meaning you get uh, monthly payments from the VA uh, for a disability rating. If you uh, don't have those, you will pay what is called a funding fee. First time use is 2.3% of your loan amount. Mm-hmm. Uh, second time is 36 so it's all dependent on how many times you've used it. If you put a down payment, that will shift. Uh, God, it used to be 1.5, sorry. Right. VA changed it and it had been the same for six years. So I even sometimes have to look at the chart because I've been, it's 1.6. Mm-hmm. And then if you do an EARL interest rate reduction loan because you're already in a VA loan, it's 0.5%, it's the smallest of them all. Now, if you have a disability rating, even if you're getting $100 a month, Mm -hmm. your uh, VA funding fee is waived. waived. 
And that's huge because that, you know, brings that percent down, brings the cost down. Um, I did a lot of earls in my day of lending, and when they'd have that funding fee, person reduced their rate, reduced their payment, no money out of pocket, no income requirements. They just have to pay on time. So VA Earls are a wonderful product for helping It is. For it, sure. And that's that kind of goes along with what we were talking about. What VA cares about is the veteran or service member. So everything in their power, not only they want to get you in a stability of a home, mm-hmm. they want to make sure you have the best loan. So if there's a better loan savings for you, the, everything they look about it, there has to be a qualification. You have to save at least a half a point. Yep. The cost structure has to fall within a recruitment of three years. Yep. So VA's made a lot of changes that they, again, their whole want is that you're in the best loan possible. So what's a myth that I hear too is um, you can only use your VA loan for $417,000. Um, and, and that and, and that was it for a long time. And then it bumped up. And now we're today uh, counting loan limits the average the United States is 548,000 mm-hmm. um, and in San Diego County it's 753,000 mm-hmm. so the old limit was hey you, you can only go up to the certain dollar amount above it you have to come out of pocket uh, it was something called the blue water bill in January of 2020 uh, they removed out all county loan limits for a VA loan so in essence if in you're in San Diego or Memphis or wherever you're looking uh, and you want to buy a million dollar home, as long as, of course, you're qualified to yep. make that payment, um, you don't have to have anything out of pocket. Which is awesome. Yeah, and that doesn't hurt your interest rate, zero. Now, a lot of lenders will cap what the zero down is. A lot of the bigger banks will cap it about a million. Um, and then the next route's about a million and a half. We start capping about two million. Mm-hmm. If you really have your stuff together, you can go up to about two and a half to three. Um, without putting any money down, which is pretty awesome. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> which is pretty awesome. But when you look at as a whole, again, the VA loan is designed for a one to four residential unit. Mm-hmm. So let's say you're, hey, I'm a, a single guy or hey, it's just me and my wife, but we both really do well. Right. And But we want to buy a property that gives us income, but we want to live in a really nice area. Hey, I want to live in PB and four units there are two million bucks. You could do that. Great. You could buy that home, live in it, and have the three other units to offset the cost of that mortgage without having to put a dime for down payment. There right. is something called closing costs, right. but for down payment, no down payment needed. And then um, in that scenario, or that, if, if you're going to live in one of the units, you can count the future rents? There is an ability to charge rents. Now, they like to have a history of it. If there's not a history, you can design it where it's being... Uh, you're getting help with someone facilitating the rents, but as long story short, yes, you can use the rental income. Yeah, so then that makes it even more stable. For Correct. You. And that still will come back to the earlier thing of the border income. If we don't have to use the stability of rents, it makes it easiest. If we do, great. It just It's an extra step. The goal is always what is the smoothest process to get someone through to make sure they're comfortable, but it, that's what makes VA so sweet. I agree with that. Um, is there anything that you like to put out there to some of the veterans of our military folks that, that you a- absolutely i mean the biggest thing again that i want to make sure i cover is uh don't let anyone talk you out of your va loan yep. there's not a better product out there for you as far as uh yet thinking about buying a home get started sooner rather than later mm-hmm. so many people think that it's like buying a car hey i i see the pretty one on the hill 
and I want to put an offer in, in, in the business today, especially I'll call it the post COVID real estate market. You really have to be ready for this market and have it where you want someone's going through your taxes, your pay stubs, every documentation piece there for you to ensure that you are well qualified and ready and plan for what that payment actually looks like. Just because you're qualified doesn't mean that you're actually going to like that payment. That's true. So to walk through that, so if I reach out to you and looking to buy, um, our first step would be to do application, Mm -hmm. to see my credit, and then you would tell me like I'm approved for a specific amount. Um, Do you give me a, what do you call that? Pre-approval letter. Pre-approval letter, and then... I can go shopping after that? Sure, so the, the process would start, we, we, we do a phone call almost as we're, we're chatting here. We'd go through your, your paper and documentation, uh, do through some loan scenarios. You give me a few examples of what you're thinking you would like. Mm-hmm. And we, we see, does that plan of what you wanna buy suit, what the actual payment is. And then from there, whatever documentation is remaining, get, get your pre-approval letter and get you out shopping. Uh, you know, depending on how fast someone is on paperwork, it's a, you know, one to three day process, unless there's something, you know, someone has, you know, issues issues, or, Hey, I own five properties. Uh, You know, my tax return comes in a folder of 500 pages. Every once in a while you see some, you know, those are ones that are going to take a few extra days of working through, but as an overall, you know, the sooner you start, the sooner you're going to get the answers that you need. So then um, what documentation do I need to bring you? ID, tax returns, uh, DD-214? And, and in most cases today, uh, I don't need the DD-214. Okay. Uh, I'll fill out something called a certificate of eligibility, Perfect. which goes along with what we were just talking about. What is one of those things to be on top of? Mm-hmm. The COE is the number one item you want to pull in your first conversation yeah. uh, with your uh, loan officer. Because the certificate at certain times, this is more for veteran than active duty. Um, if you have lost your DD-214, or for some reason your COE is not manually popular, or is not automatically populating with VA, it's what shows us you can use the VA loan. Um, if you've lost that document, it can take three to six months to get Ooh. from archives. Ooh. So if you're if you found the house on the hill and you get an offer accepted, you're not going to be closing with a VA loan. Yeah, so best, especially with the market right now, being prepared ahead of time is only going to, it's like your money same as cash. So working with your lender, telling your lender everything, like don't don't hide anything. They're, they're trying to help you. So the more information you give that lender, the better. 100%. But that's that's kind of, that's, that's that piece that goes with it. So if someone is a W-2 employee, hey, I work for Uncle Sam. Great, uh, it's 30 day pay stub to your W-2. They're gonna look at two months bank statements. Um, as we had just touched on earlier, there is something called closing costs and it's probably the hardest piece of our job. We don't know what that number will be until you find the home that you're going to buy and I can find out who the escrow officer is and request those fees for escrow title it's generally six months of property taxes, 14 months of insurance, notary. When you break it down as a percentage, it's two and a half percent. That's why we ask for bank statements. Okay. Um, if you have a retirement account, even if we're not using those monies, that retirement account might give you the boost if we're trying to push your qualifying number. Let's say you're trying to buy a duplex, let's say we're using an example like that. 
Um, that might help you get the thumbs up reading that you need through what we call an automated underwriting system. Right. So any type of retirement, again, the certificate of eligibility, and there's gonna be a few other forms, that's a standard application. So if you go, oh, that's, that's really not a lot, it's not. It should take most people sitting on a laptop about 20 minutes to put together all the documentation with an application. Yeah, so the hard part would be finding a place, not necessarily getting approved. That is correct. <laughs> and, and, and in, again, post-COVID real estate market, it's not just having where your lender's game on, meaning that a realtor who's game on and also knows what to look for, what could be problematic for a VA loan or any loan. You walk in a house and the ceiling's broken out, mm -hmm. that's going to be a question mark. Absolutely. Yeah, one of the things I always tell people, um, if you're thinking of having a barbecue when you're buying a house, um, you get your list together of all the items you're going to bring to the party, and then you go to the grocery store. But if you leave your pocketbook or your purse at home, you can't buy those groceries. So it's best to go to the bank first, have the money set aside that they can tell you exactly what you could afford, then you can budget for your party and have a successful barbecue. I like that. You know, that's what I think. <laughs> I, I, I like that. You might, I might, I might you borrow might, that from yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that first one was free. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> but but that's, that's definitely important with financing in a house, a car, anything. Find out how much money you have. Then you can decide on making the decision because what people do is they'll go online, they'll go on Zillow, they'll start looking at stuff and dreaming and go to, you know, <laughs> not knowing the details of how much this will actually cost me. And then they'll try to go and do something and they can't afford it and then they get upset. But what, what Carter and what I used to always do is, is try to set you up for success, make sure that you understand exactly what you're getting into, what it entails, make sure you're comfortable. Um, we don't want you to obviously get into this uh, transaction and not be able to buy food like that's the last thing and, and that's where and, and great points that that was where the the pieces we we're talking about earlier about loan scenarios with your loan officer you want to make sure that you've thought about it like before you go out and put that offer on the home like how does that 2800 or 3500 dollars a month payment feel because in most cases a mortgage payment is going to be higher than a rental payment absolutely yeah but, but that's a rental payment today. Yeah. You go five years out, all of a sudden now the rental payment's higher than what like, and that's how it is. And so when, when people ask me, hey, is it worth it? I, I've been in San Diego since 94. I've owned a home before 2000. Mm -hmm. I, I will tell you all day long, best decision you ever make because I look at what's happened in the market. Yeah, you don't got to pay that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to be paying uh, market rent on a house today from what it was just you know, a few years back. Absolutely. Um, well, let me see what we're at with time. I want to make sure I don't take too much. All right. I think we got about 10 minutes left. Um, want to discuss, went over myths, went over products. Um, we were looking today at, as an example, obviously we won't hold you to it, but are the rates comparable on a, on a VA compared to a conventional or FHA? Uh, great question. Uh, VA and FHA rates will fall very similarly. They're both government-backed programs. The big difference is, and again, I see it sometimes with veterans get pushed to FHA loans. Again, VA loan is the best product. Um, 
in that uh, VA rates will fall anywhere from about 2.25 today to about 2.75. Um, 2.25 may carry a cost, we know, with good credit. But at the end of the day, VA rates are in the twos. Which is awesome. And then, like you said, the mortgage insurance on the FHA never goes away. Correct. If you put less than 10% down, FHA mortgage insurance is through the life of the loan. Mm-hmm. It's just not a, it's not a good product for a veteran. If, right. And I hear it where people say, oh, FHA loans are easier to get through. Not true. I agree with that 100%. Um, and as far as uh, the product types, they could do 30-year fix. Can they do 20, 15? You, you, have a, you do 29, 28-year, 25. I mean, it's so it, flexible. It, you, you, have, you have flexible what I would recommend in this market based on rates in the two and knowing that inflation is going to be higher than that for several years. I would recommend doing a 30-year fixed. Sure. Um, not only does it help you on your monthly payment, but you won't you won't want to try to pay off that home faster kind of thing. Sure. You can put that money in other buckets. Sure. Based on some of your other podcasts of talking about retirements and things sure. like that. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you you want to make sure that hey, I'm saving X amount for this rate. Maybe I'll put an extra hundred bucks a month towards a mortgage. Talk with a financial planner. That hundred bucks will probably do more growing than what. It will when your interest rate's a two point something. Yeah, sometimes when I was doing a lot of VA earls, or sometimes they would have to do improvements on the home, and we take cash out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, earls obviously easier, but sometimes they could do go from a fifteen to a thirty, consolidate some debt, lower their rate, lower their overall payment, and that could be a benefit as well. All day long, that, that's a very popular loan. Whether they were in a fifteen year or thirty year before. If, you wipe out, hey, I got four credit cards and a car payment. Um, even though the car payment is installment debt, you might just put yourself in a really good situation where, hey, I'm saving 1300 bucks a month. Well, then you could take all that money you're paying before, yep. and if you want to pay it as principal, great. Or, as we were just talking a short time ago, talk to someone that's a certified financial planner or your 401k, rack it up. Yep. You can put that money in other buckets that before was just almost all interest. Yeah, and paying this stuff to... Um because if you write off your mortgage, you get to write off that interest. So, I mean, it's definitely a benefit to do that. You pay yourself first. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, is there anything you want to add that I haven't uh, covered? Yeah, I just as an overall, just want to make sure I cover it. Uh, VA is one to four uh, units, uh, number of units. So single family residence up to a four unit. You can buy a manufactured home. You can buy a condo. The one piece is on a VA loan, if you are buying a condo, it has to be on the VA approved condo list. So again, that's where your loan officer will be friendly. It's not an easy uh, user item. It's a government website to review if, if you're looking for a condo or a townhome, but just wanna make sure I pass that fact out there to it. Um, get your certificate of eligibility at the, at the earliest that you can. That just shows that you have use of the VA loan. Um, they made some changes recently for um, folks that were in the guard or reserves. So if you've been a reservist, uh, definitely the old rule of six years has been updated. Uh, check with your loan officer. A lot of it has to do with your point scores for what it is. So I don't want to comment on it. Just know that there's been a big change for those that reservists. So if you've got four years in, um, you might be able to use the VA loan depending on what your history was of active time. So that was, that, awesome. that was a big change this year. Um, and so I just, I passed that out uh, to folks. As far as uh, this is a primary residence uh, unit only, 
as a heads up. So this is designed not for a rental unit. Now that's for purchase. Doesn't mean a year after buying that you move duty stations or, hey, I got married, we moved on to a bigger home. You can make that a rental. This is different than a CalVet program. This is federal VA. Um, there is the, the spouse occupancy. So let's say uh, your spouse lives and you, you go out to sea or you have another duty station. Uh, you can have a spouse fulfill occupancy. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to live in the same area where your wife does. Your wife will fulfill that primary occupancy. That's important. Yep, or husband. I, I, yeah. I don't mean, sorry, I'm coming from a guy's perspective. Um, in that side of it, so just something to take uh, importance. But again, uh, as we were talking earlier, make sure you update someone so they know that you're going to be traveling or, hey, I'm on a deployment or I'm going to be in this duty station for this time because you may have a cost of where you're staying at that has to be added to your debts okay. based on what it is. Um, that's Those are all those assessments as a whole. Um, as an overall, VA does not have a credit score requirement. Most lenders in post-COVID world are going to look around 600 uh, as near the floor, maybe even 580. Uh, but you don't have to have a, a credit score either. But uh, you can have bad credit with VA. It doesn't have to be perfect and still get a great loan. Mm -hmm. So for those that go, oh, I got a 660 credit score and man, I, I need to get it to a 700. You don't. The most important thing is just, again, making sure that when you sit with your loan officer, you tell them all the facts, if there's anything. And if you're thinking about buying a new car and wanting to buy a new home, buy the new home first. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what we should talk about too. Um, so you got somebody that came to you, they got pre-approved, um, got everything dialed in, but they're, uh, they're at the max of what they could afford. What advice do you tell them? I would always say don't buy anything without uh, it's long clothes. You're spot on. And <laughs> what I generally will say is like just change little behaviors. Let's say you eat out three days a week, eat out one day a week. Just the little bit of here and there that you can save. No new use of credit cards. Like, of course, pay your cable and your gas. But I mean, like nothing big. Hey, I want to buy a new TV or I want that Peloton or whatever it is. Hold for that stuff. Um, no new credit because what a lot of people don't understand is when you buy or open up a new credit, it's going to hurt your credit for about six months. Mm -hmm. So your credit score, especially if you buy a car, will go down about 50 points or so. Mm -hmm. So if you bought a car and then two months later you go to buy a house, you may have a point score where before you were at a 640 and now you're sub 600. Yep. Don't, so, don't buy new furniture. Um, yep. I had a guy buy a BMW um, right before closing blew the whole deal up yep and so yeah he, he's spot on don't listen to your loan officer and until you get the keys in your hand don't buy anything new yep absolutely and again talk to your loan officer because if you think you're going to fix your own credit you might be talking pulled your stuff through credit karma looked up some old stuff that was on there you started reaching out to these collectors if it would be you can cause those things to refresh and now your credit just went down 40 or 50 points yeah. Credit's kind of like, it's like butterfly wings. And so a lot of the things of what you would expect to give you the best outcome are the exact opposite. Hey, I just paid off all my credit cards and closed them. <laughs> You'll destroy your credit. Like, again, talk with your loan officer before you do anything would be mine if you're looking to plan. Um, if you have any questions, even if you're already talking with a loan officer, my goal is not to try to take someone else's business. My goal is to make sure, in this case, is to help veterans in active duty. 
if you have a question, I want to make sure my information is out there. Um, it's first name Carter, last name Short. I go by Carter's fine. Contact number is 619-517-0336. Text me, best question you have. But I would say in most, I'd say more than half of cases, loan officers don't know VA that well. Mm-hmm. And they'll usually give you not the best information. So even if you're happy where you're at, great. But I can give you advice if you need some help with some stuff. All right, let me make sure I think we're right at, okay, we're right almost at the end. Um, you got a website you want to add? Uh, sure, it's cartershort.com, C-A-R-T-E-R-S-H-O-R-T.com. Well, I want to thank you for being in this episode. Um, it, I meet a lot of different people, but you're definitely one of my favorite in the industry, and I like to work with professionals that actually know what they're talking about. So um, I'm... I'm want to continue with our partnership and friendship and and thanks for joining us uh, on this episode today and then for everyone else um thank you so much for tuning in to knowledge to currency um and look forward to hearing you or having you join us on our next episode thanks